All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Fight, liberty, and the If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. The Big Mig. Welcome back to the Big Mig Show. I am your host, Lance Miliaccio. As always, George Ballantine, my co-host, ready, willing, and able, rocking and rolling. I hope you guys like that little twist he put on the intro. That's that's the mood tonight. We're pumped up. We've got a great guest. Uh, as you know, on the Big Mig, tip of the spear, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. And you know our plan here, education, one episode at a time. And the plan is for you to take that education and unify the country. It is one giant uniparty, and they are proving it more and more and more every day. Uh, it looks like they're probably going to impeach Mayorkas if they can ever get around to it as long as they take to do everything over there at the GOP and in the House. Uh, I just don't understand. If Mayorkas is guilty of not protecting the border, George, then why isn't Biden and Harris guilty of not protecting the border? Tell me what your thoughts are, George. Well, they are 100% guilty, Lance, uh, along with so much other stuff that the uh, Congress has, but we still can't get an impeachment trial going. We have all these inquiries yeah. and little hearings, you know, wasting our money and time. Oh, yeah. We call, yeah. It, we call it clown, yeah. Joe. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. Let's have some more committee meetings yeah. so we can sit around and order some lunch and talk about it some more. <laughs> talk, 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 talk. No action. It's not like we, we don't have the, the dirt chalk inf information files. Well, Biden look, at the end of the day... Hopefully, the next, ele the next elected president is ready to make the tough decisions. But before we dig into the show, I want to thank our sponsors, Beard Vet Coffee. That's BeardVet.com. Great American Patriots. Non-woke. And you see what happens to woke companies. Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Another one bites the dust. Dun, dun, dun. Bad decisions. Dun, dun. Putting guys on the front of the cover of the magazine with boobs. Not a good choice. I don't think those are the options that anybody wants on Sports Illustrated. But look, and then of course... Cofmud.com, patriotic apparel for the whole family. Ooh. We love those guys. We love what they do. Coffee cups. Uh, let me give you a shot there like we always do. We like to give our sponsors a little pump up because they really take care of us. They make the show possible. We appreciate everything they do for us. Um, and, of course, ideaordie.com. Now, that's a verified organization on X. Uh, the ownership and the leadership of that company, I really love them. They have got a big plan to increase the optics over there on X for everybody that's a member thereof. It's a strong team they're assembling. We were fortunate enough to have them invite us early on. Uh, and you have to look, Verified Org gets you Premium Plus. It gets you the Verified Org optics. And obviously what that does is increase the views, impressions, uh, interaction, and comments on your posts. And they are working together. They've got some back channels of communication. I really appreciate what they're doing. The owner's name is Mike, and he's a great guy. I suggest you get over to ideaordie.com. Take a look at what they're doing. Maybe join. Of course, you do have to fill out an application. They're not approving everybody. I want to forewarn you. So uh, make sure that you fit the model. So, George, um, Wait, I got to tell you. Yeah, I got to stop you because I have stop some me. Time out. interesting okay, time news. Out. So at Sea of Mud, they were doing inventory, 
And that is why when you went to go look up these beautiful big MIG shirts, it said sold out, which is not. They're, they're back on. They were just doing inventory, refocusing, making sure everything's yada, yada, yada good. And I was actually sweating, Lance, because I'm, everybody's calling me. They got their <laughs> shirts delivered the last few days. Yeah. And I'm saying, I don't even have a shirt. Yeah, well, you ordered a bunch. I would have been surprised. Although, I have to be honest, I was kind of excited when you told me. Of course, you love when the store runs out of anything that has to do yeah. with you. And you're coming out with some new shirts. I understand you're in the middle of new designs, so that's great. We uh, appreciate that. I got one ready to go, baby. Now, before I bring our guest on, Tony Lyons, make sure you thumbs up, you like, you comment, you share. You know any of the content here tonight. Uh, we want you to go out, short form it, use it, promote it. That's what this is all about because you can't get the country unified if you don't show them the receipts. Tony's going to bring the sauce tonight from a little different side of the tracks, which is great because that's our plan here at the show because let's face it, man, we need to fix this. And whoever's going to take the helm better know what the hell he's doing. So Tony runs, a, a, and, and they call themselves surrogates. I was trying to find out if he was chairman leadership. It's interesting how they use the word surrogates. I'm going to ask him about that because I was going to give him a title like we usually do on the show. Uh, he is the founder of Skyhorse Publishing, which after reading about it, I was not familiar with it. I want to say that up front, so shame on me for not knowing about it. I'm impressed because at the end of the day, Tony is taking people that have been canceled People that can't seem to get their uh, books published, great authors, tons of great titles from what I looked at when I looked, uh, looked up more details on his publishing company. So he's giving those people a chance because obviously we know there is that woke agenda when it comes to publications, media, documentaries. We've talked to Dinesh DeSalza about the things that have happened to men. But listen, Tony's an attorney. He's president of Skyhorse. He founded that company in 2006, and it's an independent book publisher, so you guys know. And he's got a really eclectic and broad mix of uh, authors that actually he's published. Uh, he's got nature, sports, current events, politics, health, and fiction. And that probably explains the lineup, which I'm going to go into once I get him on the show, of the people that are involved with uh, RFK Super PAC, uh, Junior. I always say RFK. i got to always remember to add the Junior, but to me, it's, uh, it's the way I always refer to him. But i got to tell you, it's an interesting lineup of these guys that refer to themselves as surrogates. Uh, Tony's very successful, from what I can tell, at least by the publishing numbers that I looked up. He's got... Uh, 57 New York Times bestsellers and 10,000 title blacklist. Obviously, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is one of the authors. And mm -hmm. the Super PAC's name goes by AV24, which stands for American Values uh, Super PAC. And uh, the website is www.av24.org if you want to check it out. And here's something interesting. This is their motto. American Values 2024 will help restore the soul of democracy to America by taking back our political system from corporate interests. Due to his alignment with AV24's mission, we are supporting Robert F. Kennedy's 2024 presidential campaign. Now listen to this lineup. This is what I thought was interesting. Mark Gordon, who's with Tower Research Capital, John Stockton, NBA All-Star. Now, these are all guys on the surrogate list I was mentioning. Kyle Warner, U.S. mountain bike champion. I actually know who he is because he was actually vaccine injured, so he's a real advocate at this point. Michael Kane, who's an academic. And then Ken Rutgers, who's an NFL Hall of Famer. So uh, their, their whole plan is to spend 10 to $15 million to pursue ballot access, which at the end of the day, we're going to talk about how ridiculous it is to even get access to the ballots. 
Uh, and this all goes back to the, the uh, Washington, D.C. cabal in both parties. I think it's disgusting. They refuse to give JFK Jr., uh, I mean, RFK Jr., uh, Secret Service, uh, which is still blowing my mind. I still can't believe that that's the route they decided to do. But they're targeting the states that include Arizona, California, Colorado, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Nevada, New York, and Texas. So that's a big goal for them. That's what it's all about. Uh, rather than have me read it, let's bring our guest in, George, because I hate to leave people backstage when they're back there. Tony's nodding his head. I think he's ready to go. Welcome to yeah. the Big Mig Show, Mr. Tony Lyons. How are you doing, sir? Great. Thanks for having me. Man, we appreciate you taking the time out. So, uh, you know, surrogates, I'm just going to dive right in. Why, why the name surrogates? Is it because you didn't want to have some defined, you know, like you're in charge of me or I'm in charge of you? Was it more like a parallel board? Yeah, I mean, that just kind of means people who are willing to to talk for, for Bobby. I mean, there's so much misinformation, you know, so many stories that are just obviously not true that uh, that we wanted to get a whole group of people to go out and kind of help him tell the true story about who he is. But I'm the co-founder of the pack and the co-chairman, too. Nice. Yeah, that's great. It, it's it's interesting. I, you know, I got a lot of details today that I didn't have prior to this. I've been doing research for about a week. Uh, to get ready for this interview, just here and there. You know, I feed it in with everything else we're working on. Um, you know, our, and I said it to you backstage, and I'll say it again. When I heard RFK was running, and, and to be honest with you, we talked to Roger Stone quite a bit. He's a friend of ours. Mm -hmm. uh, I immediately called Roger and I said, well, what are the chances of RFK Jr. and Trump? And, you know, honestly, Roger was like, he goes, I'd love to see that. I think it would be great. Now, interesting from that camp to see him as obviously vice presidential role to begin with. Uh, what were your thoughts that when he decided to run, did you find him or did he find you? Obviously, you were already his publisher, I think, at this point. How did it come about? Were you guys out having a couple cocktails? He said, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I mean, I just, uh, you know, heard about it like like the rest of the world did. But uh, I've, I've known him, been his friend, been his publisher for uh, 14 years. So, you know, I, I know that he's, you know, incredibly authentic, that he has integrity and honesty. And uh, so I was really happy when I heard that he was going to run. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, obviously, you know him probably uh, better than most. There's lots of misinformation, lots of attacks. I mean, that's what the left, uh, that's the plan in D.C., right? Create a narrative, falsify the narrative, get mainstream media to reprint it, use your online paid shills that are being paid by NGOs and other super PACs to go into full attack mode. You know, and, and everybody likes to pull things up from the past. We all have things in our past, I'm sure. I mean, I'm from New York. I don't have a perfect past. I'm a different person now. George is a different person now. You try to do the right thing moving forward. But I always think it's interesting how they want to use the past to act like that's the present, which we know in the case of uh, RFK Jr., that's not the case. I want to start off, if you don't mind, I'm going to start off by this uh, short film by uh, Mickey Willis. I thought I really I watched it. I thought it was compelling. Uh, this is obviously a promotional piece, but at the end of the day, it's really uh, it's kind of an emotional piece. So it's uh, I guess he calls it a short film, five minutes and 40 seconds. George, let's fire that up. This is a day of affirmation, a celebration of liberty. We stand here in the name of freedom. We are committed to peaceful and nonviolent change. We must recognize the full human equality of all of our people, not just to those of a particular religion, not just to those of a particular race, not just to the wealthy, 
but to all of the people. We must do it for the single and fundamental reason that it is the right thing to do. This morning, for the country's most famous political dynasty, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is the president of the United States. That is time to heal a divided nation and return the power to the people. Robert Kennedy Jr. We are told today that our nation is hopelessly divided, but I found something different as I travel this country. I have witnessed an upwelling of optimism that I've never seen before. Something is stirring in us that says it doesn't have to be this way. And so I've come here today to declare our independence from the tyranny of corruption, which robs us of affordable lives, our belief in the future, and our respect for each other. But to do that, I must first declare my own independence. Independence from the Democratic Party. And from all other political parties. I haven't made this decision lightly. It's very painful for me to let go of the party of my uncles, my father, my grandfather and both of my great-grandfathers, but my sacrifice is nothing compared to the risk our founding fathers took when they signed the Declaration of Independence 247 years ago. They knew that if their revolution failed, every last one of them would be hanged. They chose to place everything on the line. When John Adams put his pen down, after adding his signature to the Declaration, he turned to those present and he said to them, sink or swim, live or die, survive or perish, from this day on, I am with my country. I'm gonna make that same pledge to you today so that I can stand before you as every leader should stand before you, free of partisan allegiance, free from the backroom deals, a servant only to my conscience, to my creator, and to you. Every president enters office promising to unite the nation and to work with people from the other party across the aisle. None of them ever does it. They can't. They're already chosen a side. Well, I'm not going to have that problem. I'm going to build coalitions from both sides of the aisle and except for the small minority of public officials who are actually corrupt, I'm gonna tell you this secret. They too want liberation from the system that has captured them. And isn't that ultimately what we all want? Liberation from a system that robs us of our wealth, our health, our hope, our patriotism, our ideals, our freedoms, and ultimately our sense of ourselves as a good and capable people. Is healing our divided nation possible? Let's go take back our country. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.
I declare my independence. I declare my independence. We declare our independence. I declare my independence. We declare our independence. I declare my independence. We declare our independence. I declare my independence. I declare my independence. Yo declaro mi independencia. We declare our independence. I declare my independence. Few men are willing to brave the disapproval of their fellows, the censure of their colleagues, the wrath of their society. Moral courage is a rarer commodity than bravery in battle or great intelligence. It is the one essential, vital quality for those who seek to change the world. I'm Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and I approve this message. It's a great video, Lance. Yeah, compelling, exciting, obviously emotional. It hits on the right topics right out of the gate. But that could not have been an easy decision for him uh, or for his team. I don't know if, and I guess my question is going to be, uh, Tony, were you part of that decision when he had to actually decide, I'm done with the Democrats? No, I mean, that was his own decision. All of his decisions are his own. You know, the thing about Bobby Kennedy is that he's really got that kind of courage and character that you need in a leader. And, you know, one of the things that that really shows that are when, you know, when Donald Trump was taken off the ballot in yeah. Maine and Colorado, you see Bobby Kennedy steps right up. No political consultants, nobody telling him what to do. He gets right out there and he says, that's un-American. We don't do that in this country. And, you know, so he might disagree. <clears throat> with somebody, but he believes in the principles of this country. And that's what politicians now just don't do anymore. You know, yeah. you know Lance, I mean, RFK definitely believes in our principles of what has founded this country and, and the rule of law. So like our political landscape is drastically changing. People are waking up on both sides and seeing what's going on. Like Lance always says, we talk about the uniparty. And this is one thing where we need to get rid of. And how can we do that is... I think, you know, Robert Kennedy definitely brings a great message. And what the Biden administration is doing to him and, and Trump is downright election fraud. It's criminal. And if anybody can fix this country and bring us together, it would be those two gentlemen, my, in my opinion. However they could work it out, I wish they would and somehow come together because that's what we need. I mean, both have different views, but there's some, I think both of them are smart enough, dedicated enough where they can come together and figure this out and bring this country back to where we need it to be. Yeah, there's something extremely compelling about both of them. You know, I love RFK Jr.'s stance on vaccines uh, and many other big topics. We're going to get into those. But I think, you know, the incredible thing about this for me is the irony. And this is, you know, circled around the fact that the DNC and Biden campaign, we know they wouldn't even give them Secret Service support. Now they uh, won't allow, allow for a Democratic primary debate, which you would think would be necessary to make that decision. They want to ban primary candidates from the ballot. And, they, and, and now they want to talk about Trump being the threat to democracy. You know, we're a constitutional republic and we're supposed to have the guarantee of free and fair elections, people's choice, right? Government for the people, by the people. But that's not what we have. 
I'd like to hear your thoughts because you had a really, uh, and I actually used it, uh, George, if you want to throw the thumbnail up, I used a version of it oh, yeah. uh, about how you feel the DNC is now the antithesis to democracy. And I felt like that was a really compelling statement you made because, in fact, they have forgotten. You see the attack on our constitutional republic. You see the attack on the U.S. Constitution itself, the Bill of Rights, and you see the nature of our weaponized government. So give me your thoughts on this. I want to, when you came up with that statement, I'd like you to tell me, you know, tell me your thoughts about the DNC and what you think they're really up to. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, if you look around in this country and you think this is a democracy and then you say, you know, how is it that the Democratic Party can, you know, take, you know, make it so that Bobby Kennedy can't run as a Democrat? So, you know, he made the decision to leave the party, but they were not going to let him uh, campaign in New Hampshire. They were going to penalize him in South Carolina and Georgia. They were going to do everything they could do. So they lied about him constantly. They vilified him. They made it so that there were going to be no debates. You know, so, you know, in that kind of system, the Democratic Party was obviously anti-democratic. And like you said, they were coming out and saying they want to protect people from anti-democratic tendencies. So you see the irony in that, that they're the ones keeping people off the ballot. They're the ones vilifying people, censoring people, you know, making free speech a crime in this country. And, you know, those are the kinds of things that we should fear more than anything. We don't need the protection of people who are going to shut down our constitutional rights, who are going to fail to give protection to candidates who obviously qualify for it. You know, all of those kinds of things are the exact kinds of things that we all want to fight against. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an attack on our country, right? It's an attack from within. Uh, you know, when you think about, and, and, and these numbers are actually bigger than I actually realized they were. I knew that he was doing pretty well, but he's uh, polling 22% in the battleground states. You know, why, would, why should he have to spend, you know, I'm sure 50, 10 to $20 million easily to get on the ballot? It seems ridiculous to me because based on the polling numbers, uh, you would think that it would be a natural, that he would be put on the ballot without having to push, and it would just be added. But the Biden administration makes a lot of decisions, and uh, as do the puppet masters behind the scenes, out of fear. They know Biden would never win if they weren't cheating. The machines are obviously a major issue in this. We know that the machines can't be trusted. It's a major problem in the voting system. Give me your thoughts on that, Tony. Yeah, I mean, you know, why should, in this country, why should it cost somebody 15 or $20 million to get on the ballot when they have, you know, 22, 24% of American voters ready to vote for them right now? I mean, there was a recent poll saying that if the, you know, if the election was held today, and the only people who could vote were under 45, Bobby Kennedy would win, Donald Trump would come in second, and Biden would come in third. So with a candidate who's doing that well, how can there be a system where he has to fight tooth and nail just to get on the ballot? And, and then the DNC has gone out and they've hired some big, powerful law firm to fight him in state after state to try to keep him off the ballot. So, you know, if Biden believes that he has ideas that can stand up in the marketplace of ideas, he should be willing to get up on the stage with 
you know, Bobby Kennedy and Donald Trump and prove to the American people that his ideas and his policies are actually what this country needs. Yeah, I mean, they're, in my opinion, their they're big push always is to lie, 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 and lie some more. The numbers don't match it. KGP, the press secretary, continues to put out lie after lie to our face, telling us that we've got these this amazing economy and things are great, never wanting to talk about the hyperinflation that's affecting people, the ridiculous interest rates on 30-year mortgages, you know, damn near 9%. We haven't seen those kind of numbers for decades it's pretty ridiculous. And I saw an interesting t statistic, and I want to ask you about this one. So I guess there's recent polls from the New York Times and uh, Quinnipiac University. Is that right? Quinnip I don't know yeah, if I'm pronouncing Quinnip that. Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. Thanks. Thanks for correcting me. I had no idea how to pronounce that. But uh, listen, RFK Jr., he's the highest third-party support in, in, in actually decades. And it's interesting because I was a fan of Ross Perot when he ran. I know they threatened his family and did a lot of other horrendous things to him to stop him. He was just exploding at that time. And of course, after all the attacks, he, that whole he was crazy and the rest of that, that was all triggered by the behind-the-scenes attacks on his family. We know that now. But man, he's actually doing numbers bigger than Ross Perot. Is that correct? Yeah, he's four or five points higher and there's, you know, almost a year left. So, you know, he's in a great position there. And and that really does scare the Democratic Party. I mean, I, I, I think it scares both parties that they're thinking that with these recent polls, if he gets four and a half percent from Trump and he gets four and a half percent from Biden, he would win the election. So, you know, you know, to have all of these things going on where they're trying in state after state, like I said, to keep them off the ballot or to, you know, just this incredible process of lying to the public about what he believes and calling him this dangerous guy. And, you know, sort of like things that they say when they describe Donald Trump is that, you know, people are dangerous. But the question is, who are they dangerous to? I mean, who is Donald Trump dangerous to? Who is Bobby Kennedy dangerous to? So he's a danger to the swamp. He's a danger to the deep state. He's a danger to greedy and corrupt companies and government officials and agencies who are trying to tear this country apart. So that kind of danger is no danger to anybody who's watching this show. You know, he's a liberator. He's a folk hero to the people watching this show. I mean, let's face it, the establishment does uh, operate from wanting to keep control. We know the deep state does that. We know the Federal Reserve bankers did that. I mean, the upbringing for uh, RFK Jr., obviously traumatic. Uh, father assassinated, uncle assassinated. Uh, you know, the family was close to Martin Luther King. He was assassinated. And a lot of it seems to link back. I've heard lots of stories. You know, obviously, Roger Stone, he worked with four different presidents. He's heard a lot of the stuff that many many of us haven't heard when it comes to the Kennedy assassination. They've, they've continued to cover that up. You know, that's one of their areas of expertise, right? Always hide the truth because, sorry, Tony, you can't handle the truth. George, you can't handle the truth. At the end of the day, somehow they think that there are parents and they should have the right, but I thought we paid for all that. I thought we, that was how, what was supposed to be for the people, right? Uh, they don't want to put out the information about 9-11, but recently we know the indictments on Trump and the vilification of Trump has just increased his numbers, his poll numbers. You know, right. we've got the urban vote, we've got the urban community, the black vote. 
Uh, obviously, RFK Jr. has been very popular in that community for a long time, especially because of his family's association with Martin Luther King. Uh, at the end of the day, I think it's also his, uh, you know, kind of his whole shtick. Uh, RFK Jr. has got this style that appeals to that community. But obviously now with the uh, Trump uh, mugshot, We've got urban communities all over the United States talking about Trump, Trump, Trump. And I see the same thing about RFK. So your thoughts, how do you think that urban vote's going to separate? Is is it is it an even Steven down the middle with the two guys? Or do you think that RFK's got an edge? I mean, you know, I think that what you see happening is that the more the American people feels that they're lied to, they don't trust the media, they don't trust their their government, their congressmen, their president. You know, so they know that they're being lied to. So they look at things like Bobby Kennedy was put on the disinformation dozen. But it turns out the things he was saying were true and the government was lying to you. So when that happens, you know, when Donald Trump is vilified in the way that he is day after day with all of these lawsuits, all of these claims, you know, his polling numbers go up and the same thing happens with Bobby Kennedy that you yeah. make up all these stories, you go after him all the time. But the American people, when they see him on a podcast and they listen to him, they recognize that he's this sincere, honest guy who is being vilified because he's a threat to a lot of very powerful people. And, you know, he's fought for 40 years. He fought 500 lawsuits, you know, places like Monsanto and Dow Chemical yeah. going up against these, you know, 200, 400. He won against Monsanto, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he won against Monsanto. Yeah, that's a big deal. million dollar judgment. And now there are 13,000 pending lawsuits for glyphosate and Roundup causing cancer. Yeah. Yeah, so, and by the know, way, so everybody, every time you hear it's the gluten, it's not the gluten. It's the glyphosate, just so you know. It's not the gluten making you choke. It's the glyphosate making you choke. A lot of people say it's gluten intolerance. I've even used that term, George, because I obviously when I eat bread, I try to stay away from it. I try to keep healthy. Talking about healthy, RFK Jr. obviously is kind of a beast. He put the Internet women into a tizzy with the shirtless photos he threw up. It's a funny thing when you see something like that go viral. Uh, he obviously takes care of himself. He does. You know, what do you think about the female vote? How are they? Are they? Are they still in the RFK Junior camp, or is he going to need to throw some more shirtless photos up to get that done? <laughs> you know, I was I was at a gym with him a couple of weeks ago, and I yeah. and I saw him. I mean, he's he's a seventy year old guy now. He's just turning seventy, yeah. and he can do twenty five perfect pull ups. I mean, that is hard to do. There are not many yeah. people who can do that. I mean, he's in no. incredible shape. He walks daily. He can surf. He can mountain climb. I mean, he can do all kinds of things. Yeah. You know, I, I think the American people want somebody who is healthy. You know, I mean, this is the sickest country in the world. We spend the most money on pharmaceutical drugs, on health care, you know, of any country on the planet. And, and the health of the people who live in this country is worse than a lot of third world countries. So I think women, young people, all kinds of people are going to look at Bobby Kennedy and they're going to say, this guy is fit to fight for us. Well, there's no doubt. He's a fit guy. 25 perfect pull-ups. That's not an easy action. You know what I mean? He's almost he's almost in nail sea, uh, Navy SEAL territory there. So uh, it's not an easy call. Uh, you know, my question is, it always comes down to this for me because I always believe that the, uh, you know, the D.C. cabal, there's no accountability, right? You, 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 you know, they're operating under the, the premise that 
nothing's ever going to happen because actions never lead to consequences, lead to accountability. We've got a weaponized DOJ. We've got a weaponized FBI. We've got lots of agencies that are being funded. I mean, come on, 1.4 or 5 or $6 trillion, whatever the hell that budget was this last time, probably 40,000, who knows how many damn pages it is at this point. It's ridiculous. I think the bill prior to this was almost 5,000 pages. Nobody ever reads it. Has he got a plan for this? Because I'll tell you what, the American people, there is one thing that they are ready for, and that's why many of them lean towards Trump in a lot of our discussions. We want to know somebody's going to drop the hammer. We want to know that somebody's going to kick in some doors and insider trading. If you can't do it, and I can't do it, and George can't do it, then I don't want Nancy Pelosi to do it. I don't want Dianne Feinstein to do it. I don't want Mitt Romney to do it. I don't want any of them to do it. And I want them to be charged retroactively for that insider trading. At the end of the day, if they're going to do things, if Nancy Pelosi's text messages and emails prove that she was part of the Fed insurrection on J6, is he ready to take that? Because let's face it, I think that if, if, if really, if uh, John F. Kennedy hadn't been assassinated, he talked about scattering the CIA to the winds. He talked about the Federal Reserve Banking because he wanted to put us back on the silver and gold standard. A lot of people allege that the Rothschilds, the babushka lady, was one of the Rothschilds during the assassination. Is that true? I don't know. I guess time will tell. But is RFK, is he going to drop the hammer on these people? Because we want to see accountability to the American people. There's 130 or 40 million Americans that are tired of the BS in D.C., is he ready to make tough decisions and throw his ass on the line, even if it's is, a one-term presidency? He is definitely willing to do that, and he would start that on day one. I mean, he points out that, you know, 60 or 65 percent of some government agencies like the FDA are, you know, their their budget comes from the companies that they're supposed to be regulating. Yeah. So they're basically working for these big corporations, not for the American people. And he would change that right away. He would get rid of pharmaceutical advertising. We're only one of NIH. How about the NIH? That needs to be just torn apart and and rebuilt. And, and, and it needs to have real people in it who believe in science, who believe in health, and who are going to do the research. So, you know, people call Bobby Kennedy anti-vaccine. Well, the current definition of anti-vaccine is that if you don't want to put a thousand vaccines into the arms of young children, I mean... When I was growing up, we got 10 or 12 vaccines. Yes. Now it's 91. And they want it to be 300 or 400 or 800. Yeah. And, and they're going to call you an anti-vaxxer if you find one of those that you think isn't well tested. So, you know, he is an anti-vaccine. He's anti-corruption. And he's going to go after the corruption in the NIH and in many other government agencies and make sure that they start working for the American people. You know, and I, and, and obviously that that is a uh, a big big win point. That's what people want, right? This accountability has got to have consequences. People have talked about they they expanded Gitmo, but they're not using it. At the end of the day, there's been so much uh, illegal activity. The Bidens, Ukraine. You know, we recently had Simona Mangiani Papadopoulos on, and the Durchok story. I thought the the uh, CIA had assassinated him. When you look at what happened with Viktor Shokin, Durchok, and others there in the Ukraine, we know the corruption's there. 
there, right? But there's no reason on top of that when you look at the, uh, you know, the Department of Defense having bio labs development in Ukraine. There are so many things. There's lots of questions about COVID-19. Well, I see a book on your shelf right there, The Wuhan Cover-Up. I like the title of that book. I don't know who wrote it, but I mean, that is a great book. Uh, title is that is that Kennedy's book? Am I looking at a yeah, Kennedy that book? Is, so so the two really yeah. big books that Bobby Kennedy wrote for us are the real Anthony Fauci that was the most censored book in in my lifetime. That the book wound up selling 1.3 million copies, even mm. though it was, you know, it was um, uh, censored in every way that you can censor a book. It was not in bookstores. It was not in libraries. But there was word of mouth, and there were a lot of people going out there and reading it and telling their friends, and, and it really worked. And 1.3 million people read a book that the government, that the big pharmaceutical companies really didn't want you to read. And that, I think, shows that there's a rebellion going on in this country. And it started around then, you know, in 2020, 2021. And now there are, like you said, there are, there are 130 million people, 140 million people who are just tired of being lied to by the government. And they just won't stand for it anymore. Well, George, you look like you got something you want to say. Well, <clears throat> when we talk about, like, cleaning up the government, you know, from, from Big Pharma to NIH, even like here, you have the FBI, how, how, how corrupt and political, the FBI, the DOJ has come. That just totally needs to be demolished and rebuilt from the ground up. And a lot of things like people say to government, government. No, it's not the government that's the problem. It's the people inside the government that's the problem. Those are the ones you need to get rid of. Whether how many there is, there's probably a lot. But we don't, like, Kenny know if anybody knows, Robert Kennedy knows, and, this, and Tony knows, look what they did to um, John F. Kennedy. The CIA murdered him. We all seen on the documents, and they never paid the consequences for doing that, which they should. There should be consequences because th that's that's a murder. It's taking out a president. It's a coup. That's not what this country's about. And I know I know Kennedy hopefully would want to have retribution legally on that and a lot more of what's going on because we can't we can't continue as a country with all this political Gestapo being done, and that's what the other side is fearing right now. Is because they all talk, they keep saying that Trump, Trump, Trump is going to do this. No, he's just going to hopefully let the rule of law take, take, take effect. Not what's going on today because our, Robert Kennedy's getting a bad, bad shake on this too. I mean, what they're doing, they're, like you said, they're coming after him from every diff, different angle. Just not letting him debate is unjust. What, like, what are they so afraid of? To hear from them. Right. Biden, Biden can't debate. You know, they're pumping him up with IV bags full of amphetamines, right. provigil, and the rest of it. We've heard the stories from insiders at the Secret Service. I mean, they're not worried about carrying around the nuclear football. They're carrying around a diaper bag, for God's sakes. At the end of the day, this guy's got to have a change of clothing on staff. We know that he pulled from his basement. But the problem is that's the corruption, right? That election system is so uh corrupted. I mean, it doesn't matter whether, and we talk, we can start with the machines because at the core of it, you have to get rid of the machines. You have to have voter ID, you have to have paper ballots, and you have to have hand count. Lots of other countries have successfully done that. There's no reason we can't. Then you've got to go to the voter rolls, and you've got to go to this plan they've got to take all these illegal immigrants and make it legal for them to vote. I believe in immigration. I just don't uh, believe in illegal immigration. Uh, but before we get into that, I don't want to get digressed here. I want to talk about the, the Iowa caucus. I know you have a lot of thoughts on this, and I, I just want to, so obviously the message 
Trump clean sweep. He probably would even swept the one that Nikki Haley won because they said they ran out of uh, the switching forms, which means that was part of the Democratic play to get Nikki Haley uh, hopefully a win there. I think that was at least uh, some underhanded uh, paperwork. George is telling me we've also got to take a commercial, but I'm going to ask you this. Let's, <laughs> let's get the joke. Let me get this out, George, because George will sta stab me backstage if oh. I don't get the commercials in. No, Go ahead, answer, George. ask your question, and then we'll let him answer when we come back. Just keep, you know, okay. keep people in suspense. So when we come back, we're going to have Tony tell us what his thoughts are. What was the message from the Iowa caucus? Trump swept it. We're looking at what's going on. We want to hear really how, what it was overwhelming, right, for everybody. And are they tired of the lawfare uh, and the corruption? What's the real uh, message? So when we come back, Tony, don't go anywhere. Big, big mafia, we love you guys. Subscribers, listeners, don't forget to hit that thumbs up. Come on back. We're going to be back in a minute. They're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. 99% of the web will be off limits. for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee, make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. 
Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Welcome to the next generation of warfare, psychological warfare. In modern conflict, the mind is a potent weapon. Discover General Michael T. Flynn's groundbreaking guide, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. Unlock tactics, strategies, and the mindset to navigate this cognitive battlefield that we all find ourselves in. Equip yourself against manipulation and emerge unscathed. Unleash your potential. Order now. Welcome back to the Big Mig Show. Here we your host, Lance Miliaccio, and co-host yours truly, George Ballantine, and our special guest, Tony Lyons, with our Robert Kennedy campaign. You know, we were just having discussions backstage here, and it's, whether you guys believe it or not, there's a lot of things that we actually see eye to eye on. There's, there's always going to be things that we don't see eye to eye on. It is what it is. Maybe we can come to a common ground. Maybe we can't. We can agree to disagree, but as long as we do, we're respectful and listen to other people's opinions because we all see, especially on social media, some people you just can't talk to. Automatically, they want to insult you, curse. And <laughs> right. yeah. how do you have yeah. an intelligent conversation and actually get yeah. to know what your issues are and that they could be worked out? So, I don't know. Well, we've seen Trump derangement syndrome. I believe there's also RFK Jr. derangement syndrome. We've seen people overreact to all sorts of things. But listen, man, this Iowa caucus was obviously a big message. I mean, Trump had historical numbers there. What do you think the American public was trying to tell uh, the Republicans by that Iowa caucus? Yeah, so when I look at that, I, I think that the American public is tired of being told what to do, what to think, what to read, or who to vote for. And, you know, they see what's going on here, that the deep state that a lot of really powerful people don't want Donald Trump to be president. So they're gonna say everything about him that they can say. And when you do that, whether it's Donald Trump or Bobby Kennedy, you're gonna get punished at the polls. You know, that the American people is tired of this and they are gonna punish people. They are gonna not vote for people who are part of this corrupt and greedy system. And so, you know, Biden's plan seems to be to do everything except tell the American people what he's going to do as president in his second term, what his new policies are, you know, how he would actually help them. And the only thing he seems to want to do is make it impossible to really have a competitor, to have any kind of debate and to have any kind of a fair election process. So that backfires and it's been backfiring. And you see that you see Donald Trump's numbers going up and up the more he gets treated in this way, and you see Bobby Kennedy's numbers skyrocketing, you know, in the face of this vilification, censorship, and propaganda. Could you, can you imagine if a debate with Biden and Kennedy? Yeah. At least we, at least know, we can, at least we know Kennedy will make it up and down the stairs with no issues. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. I you mean, know, they're never, ever going to do that because really, and I'm sure Tony and, and RFK Jr. already know this, in my opinion, and at least on the information we have from behind the scenes, it's never going to be Biden and Harris anyway. Uh, obviously, Harris has been hopeful that they would use the 25th Amendment on Biden, hoping that she'd get in there. But I don't know if you can have somebody with such a low IQ in uh, that, that is is. is is as ignorant as she is on so many issues and incapable of even holding a dialogue that seems even marginally articulate. Uh, Biden, at this point, the dementia and Alzheimer's, he's riddled. The, the word we've gotten from behind the scenes is the plan all along has been Obama Newsom. They want to put Big Mike Obama in there, uh, <laughs> along with uh, Gavin, uh, the communist Newsom. He's been actually and quiet lately, Lance. Yeah, well, it's quiet, but did you notice today that she said she might sneak her way onto the presidential ballot? That was some news today that came out. No, I, I just heard her. I'm talking, I was talking about Newsom. He's also been a little oh. quiet lately. Well, they probably try to get him to quiet down. I think that CCP, uh, you know, the Chinese flags up and down the streets in San Francisco, that didn't really help him. There wasn't an American flag to be found, mm. plus his trip to uh, China to meet with CCP leadership is also, I would call, at a minimum, questionable <laughs> and a bad decision probably if you were going to run for as a candidate uh you know we're going to be doing an interview with the nfsc tomorrow which is the national federal state of china those guys are obviously down with the ccp miles guo so here's the thing it's it's, it's interesting right but at the end of the day what do you think of that uh, do you think do, and what have you heard do you think it's big mike obama and newsom that are going to come in there to replace uh the the Pedotis and Camilla uh, 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 bruised knees Harris. <laughs> you know, so I so I think that there are a lot of people in the Democratic Party who don't want Biden, who don't, you know, who recognize that he can't debate, that he's a terrible candidate, you know, that he can't campaign. But I think that that Biden wants to run and and that he's going to run. Hmm. He does want to run. The word is that he does not want to go willingly. He wants his two terms. Right. I don't believe he's capable of maintaining two terms. But with the current system and the way they cheated last time, the cheat's in play. It's what they're going to do. The timing on the new pandemic is in place. Disease X. Obviously, right. it's the news everywhere, including the WEF. They seem to want to propel a new pandemic down our throats. Bill Gates is involved once again. The WHO. And many other groups. What do you think about the disease X? Do you think it's part of the election campaign, you know, so they can lock us down again so they can, the cheat is in play? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that we have, you know, government health agencies now that don't genuinely care about public health. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that they're playing games, that they're working with other government agencies to deceive the American people, to use fear tactics, to get people to do things that they shouldn't be willing to do. And I think that's very dangerous. And when you look at, you know, uh, Bobby Kennedy's most recent book, which is the Wuhan cover-up, uh, you know, that's a book, you know, there are a lot of people now who don't want to talk about COVID anymore. They don't want to talk about Wuhan. They want to move on. But I think that we have to deal with these problems because, like you said, with Disease X, I mean, if we don't get to the bottom of what happened during COVID and we don't hold the people accountable, like Dr. Fauci, who lied to us, and who, who, you know, shut down this whole country, who cost millions of business people their, their lives, their mm. professions. You know, this was a, a total hit to rights, 
to all the things that are so important in this country, to every kind of right. And we have to get to the bottom of what happened in order to make sure that it never happens again. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are many people. I'm sorry, George. No, no, step that, on. no, um, no, it's okay. So saying that word, and I even don't even like saying it because I'll say COVID is even with all the scientific data where they always say, believe, believe the data, believe the science showing the negative effects. And I want to say the other word because we're, we're streaming on YouTube right now. And as, and as soon as you say it, the algos kick in. I mean, we're still facing this issue today, which, you know, calling it misinformation, banning us, you, they'll give us a strike. I mean, we've seen Kennedy, what they did to him, and it's but it's still going on. I mean, yeah. there's there's another thing, like the ultimate goal of these people, and now they're coming out with this disease X. What did they say, Lance and Kill? How many, pe- how many people? That the, 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 the part of the, some of the documents leaked say that they want to kill 6 billion people the next round and that well, the, the, the original pandemic was just a trial run. Is that true? I have no idea. But at the end of the day, the investigations have to be completed. The, I don't know. I don't believe the American public is ready to move on. For us to unify there has to be a higher level of trust in our government than what we have right now. There's a reason that people are afraid of their 1A rights being violated. Our founders and and the framers decided that we had to have 1A, right? And that was necessary to to allow people to make a competent and truthful decision based on the facts. And of course, 2A was put there to enforce that. At the end of the day, we look at groups like the ATF, and they have gone way beyond the scope. Shall not be infringed that's specific and at the end of the day that doesn't seem to be the move what's his position on on i'm going to give you two questions tony so i'd like to hear what rfk's position is on 2a because at this point i believe atf needs to be disbanded they're out of control they've exceeded their charter and the weaponization of the way that they're doing reporting and otherwise and now they want to give and they're already doing it i understand it's in the forms a lot of the gun stores won't comply that illegal immigrants can buy a gun now that seems like a bad choice, but it, you look at people in this, in this first pandemic round, you look at Bill Gates, a guy that has no health education, and he has decided that he is going to be the one to propel uh, lots of medical uh, into the future, right? And you've got him at the same time buying up farmland nonstop and talking how he's going to inoculate the fruits and vegetables, and he's going to do this, and he's going to do that. I have to be honest with you. The word terrorist comes to mind. I, I don't like Bill Gates. I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. I don't like the $400 million that he corruptibly put into to, to, to jade our elections. Uh, and to me, those should have consequences for both of them. So give me your thoughts on that. And where does RFK stand on things like that? Because we want to see these people brought to justice if, in fact, they are tried fairly and proven to be guilty of any crimes. Yeah, I mean, Bobby Kennedy, first and foremost, is a corruption fighter. So... You know, what that means is that he is going to protect our constitutional rights against government infringement. So he believes that it's most important, that the most important thing we have to do is to protect our constitutional rights. The First Amendment, the Second, and he will not. He has said very clearly he doesn't want to take anybody's guns from them. He wants to make the border safe. And he has said that he would use the military. He would bring the military home from all around the world. He would get us out of all of these foreign wars. Mm. But one of the things that he'd like to use the military for is he would shut down our southern border. 
So he says, even if that means bringing in the military, he wants to shut it down, which doesn't mean that he would stop people from coming into this country, but they have to come in legally and we have to have a plan and it has to be something that's really thought through. And the plans we have now are just totally, you know, harmful, dangerous. And like you said, they can let terrorists in. I mean, there is no plan. I have to wait online for two hours some of the time to get back into this country. But people in the southern border, they can walk across the border. Nobody knows who they are. He went down to the border. And when he went there, he had views that were not that different from Joe Biden. But when he learned, so that's one thing about Bobby Kennedy, that he's willing to change his mind. He's willing to go down and learn what's going on. So he interviewed people and he saw people who were walking across the border and they were from all around the world. They were from China. They were from Africa, you know, from every continent. And they're just walking into our country with no research done on them. Nobody has any plan. So that can't be the right way to do it. And Bobby Kennedy is going to stop all of those things. uh, And and he's going to protect our constitutional rights. Well, the border is 1,954 miles of failure, in my opinion. We call it border Geddon here on this show. <laughs> George, you know, you and I have had many people on the show. Michael Yan, Ben Berkwim, and Vandersteel, who's doing Operation Burning Edge. Oscar L. Blue, people that are there in the activity. 91-plus countries worth of IDs Ben Berkwim's got sitting in a sack. And you're right from the Middle East, Northern Africa. Uh, they're not being vetted whatsoever. We just They just recently seized 10 IEDs off one individual. The, uh, the Mexican cartels are purchasing 3D and 4D mills, which are like the 3D and 4D ghost gunner mills. They plan on, uh, if, the, if the, this administration or the next one decides to crank up on 2A, their next income stream. Wait, what about the fentanyl uh, they, coming over? Yeah, fentanyl, car fentanyl, ridiculous. I mean, again, if I was president, the border would be sealed. I'd stop all civilian and all traffic whatsoever. I'd put a shoot-to-kill order on site, and I would start drone striking the uh, cartels into oblivion. Now, that's an aggressive maneuver. George doesn't always like when I talk like that, but at the end of the day, difficult decisions are required to protect this country. I agree with you on foreign wars. I'm tired of them. I don't remember when we became the police for the entire world, and I believe it's because the money laundering that's involved in those operations is excessive. I believe the money laundering that's happening in Ukraine is incredible. I've got people within the NSA that have told me that uh, Zelensky right now has almost $1.7 billion in identified offshore accounts. Now, this is the kind of thing that shouldn't be happening, you know, and they're tough decisions. But I want to go back. Is he going? I mean, we want to see our law enforcement at the level where these people in D.C. and these corporate individuals, if it's Bill Gates, if it's Anthony Fauci, if it's Mark Zuckerberg, if it's Klaus Schwab, to me at this point, Klaus Schwab and Noah Yuval Harari and um, Alexander Soros and George Soros, to me, they're international terrorists. I don't see them as anything different than that. How does he feel about organizations like the WEF, the you know, uh, the the uh, the the WHO, uh, and the rest of these, and, and like, and, and these meetings that are happening, the COM three hundred trilateral commission, Davos. Does he have a position on all those? He thinks that they're all trying to take our rights from us, and you know, and he is fighting that. He has fought it for many, many years. He's fought government agencies. 
He's fought big corporations trying to do things to people that shouldn't be legal in this country. And so, you know, he recognizes that all of those places are not going to help us, that those places are these, you know, international com- uh, organizations that are just going to take rights from us and that we can't let that happen. You know, did, did you, Tony, have you seen um, Kevin Roberts? He's the president of the Heritage Foundation, his comments at the World Economic Forum the other day? No, I didn't see that. You know what, Lance? Can I, I'm going to play this video real quick. It's short. Yeah. This is a good one. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. Okay. The kind of person, and I'll be candid here because I think I've been invited here to be candid. The kind of person who will come into the next conservative administration is going to be governed by one principle, and that is destroying the grasp that political elites and unelected technocrats have over the average person. And if I may, I will be candid and say that the agenda that every single member of the administration needs to have is to compile a list of everything that's ever been proposed at the World Economic Forum and object (laughs) all of them wholesale. Anyone not prepared to do that and take away this power of the unelected bureaucrats and give it back to the American people is unprepared to be part of the next conservative administration. The kind of person, and I'll be candid here because I think I've been invited here to be candid. The kind, the of, kind of person. So, and I want to correct Glory. myself, Yuval Noah Harari. I, I dislike the guy so much. I actually start to stutter when I use his name because <laughs> I'm from New York and my thoughts of when I look at him or see what he has to say uh, publicly, I want to stuff him in the trunk of a car because it, this <laughs> guy is just not a good person. It is a fight of good versus evil. And at the end of the day, we have to recognize these people. And, and, and some people are, are, are unfixable, in my point. It, it, when I hear George Soros and Alexander Soros, and I hear their rhetoric, and I look at the funding they've done, you know, I look at what they did with Jenna Griswold uh, here. And, and that, that's one thing I want to really say that I want to commend RFK Jr. especially about. It's the way he stood up for President Trump when this all started to happen. And it takes a real man to do that because, you know, so many of them, that coward DeSantis, He's such a turncoat. Uh, the way he behaved, he should have just sat out of this election. Trump came to him. He would never have won the governor, uh, you know, the governor race in Florida. I, you know, loyalty and integrity are paramount to me. I have friends I've been friends with for 30 plus years, and I believe that you should be able to do things on a handshake. I know it's not the world we live in, but that's the way I was raised, at least in New York. I got to commend him for it, that he stood up like that. So, you know, I really love everything you've had to say about him. Give me the last thoughts on, uh, you know, and, and where can people find you? How can they get involved with RFK if they see the show tonight and they want to get more involved? I'd like you to do that. But before you do that, give me your thoughts on why he stood up for Trump, that integrity. You've known him for 14 years. So tell me. Yeah. So I think that, you know, what you get with Bobby Kennedy is somebody who you can trust. You know, somebody who, like I said before, he has incredible authenticity. He's going to tell the American people the truth. And I think that the American people is, you know, so tired of being lied to that they are desperate for a leader who's going to be honest with them. And, you know, part of being honest is having ideals and having principles that you're willing to stick to. And it doesn't matter whether they're good for you or bad for you. He disagrees with Donald Trump on some things, and he agrees with him on many things as well. But the point is that you stick up for the principles 
that you believe in and that this country was founded on. Whether you like to do it or not, you do it because it's the right thing to do and you do it right away without anybody telling you to, without any pressure, you just do it. And that's what I think happened, that he saw Donald Trump being treated in a way that shouldn't happen in this country under any circumstances, that if you want Donald Trump to not be president, then you vote for somebody else. You don't deplatform him. You don't take him off Twitter. You don't kick him off the ballot. That's not what happens in this country. Here, here. You know, Lance, you know what would be great? Robert mm-hmm. Kennedy coming on here and saying all this stuff and more. <laughs> hey, well, come on, Tony. We can hope. Obviously, we'd love to have him on the show. Yeah. That's an open invite whenever, if you'd like to do the show. We appreciate that Tony came on the show. Yes, absolutely. Obviously, because we want to give our listeners and subscribers an opportunity to hear other options. We want them to know the real information and the truth. Of course, we'd love to hear it right from uh, Robert's mouth himself. Uh, if, he, if we can't get that done, great. But at the end of the day, what is important is for you guys, the listeners and subscribers, to look at all the options and realize that this is what our country was founded on. We're supposed to have the right to free and fair elections. It's not supposed to be that what you do is incarcerate or attack one candidate because he's the most popular and you do that out of fear. You're not supposed to cheat and be installed to win. You're supposed to win freely and fairly. The American public, government for the people, by the people. That is what it's supposed to be. I don't believe that's what we have right now. It sounds like RFK Jr. may be another choice for you. We wanted you to hear from somebody that has known him for 14 years and obviously knows him very well. Uh, Tony, where can they find, if they want to get involved with the campaign, give me the details, uh, You know, tell them a little bit about your publishing, where they can get you and your social media. I don't think you're really on social media very much, are you? Um, I'm on uh, Instagram personally at uh, okay. Tony Lyons is uncertain. Um, haven't really gotten onto Twitter yet, but uh, Bobby Kennedy is on X, all X. of the major platforms. <laughs> X, right. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Kennedy has a big online following now. After yeah. being kicked off all the big tech platforms for, you know, two and a half years, just yeah. like Donald Trump was. So, yeah. you know, they can find find me at Tony Lyons is uncertain on Instagram. They can also uh, find the publishing company at skyhorsepublishing.com. And they can find the super pack at av24.org. Uh, right. That's got you. Great. George, anything? Last words at all? No, I just want to thank Tony for coming on the show and giving us the opportunity to have you on. It's always good to get other people's insights and opinions. People need to see this. It's And like Lance, we always say, like in the show, we're trying to bring unity because this our country is desperately in need of unity and fixing it and the only way it's going to happen is if we all get together, figure out our differences somehow, and work to a common goal. And I believe Kennedy has some of those, most of those goals. Some, I don't know yet. We'll see. But we only can take it from there. You all have a good night. You want to say anything, Lance, or are you good? No, I'm good. Let's, let's unify the country through education, guys. Share the content. Thumbs up. Comment. All of that. You can find us on X at Lance Miliacho, at G. Ballantine, and at The Big Mig Show. Of course, on the other platforms, True Social, Getter, Gab, LinkedIn. Uh, you can find us at, and also, of course, on Locals, The Big Mig, Lance Miliacho, and George Ballantine. He always gets the extra character on those other ones. But don't forget, we can always use support, tips, rumble ramps, subscriptions, anything you could do. And don't forget to go over to seaofmud.com, and you can buy some of our swag over there. We appreciate you guys. God bless the country. God bless America.
Um, you forgot my personal assistant, Richard Spars on True Social and Getter. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Have a good weekend, everybody. Peace. All right, brother. Thanks. for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee, make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Welcome to the next generation of warfare, psychological warfare. In modern conflict, the mind is a potent weapon. Discover General Michael T. Flynn's groundbreaking guide, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. Unlock tactics, strategies, and the mindset to navigate this cognitive battlefield that we all find ourselves in. Equip yourself against manipulation and emerge unscathed. 
Unleash your potential. Order now.